This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle, Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Shan Vanderleek all about goddesses and transformation and magic. Shan is a force of nature. She's an award-winning podcaster, podcast mentor, voice talent, and transformation goddess, and an all-around badass. Shan has written and co-written several best-selling books, loves to partner with women to reclaim their voice, and flaunt their feminine sovereignty. Join her at TransformationGoddess.com, where women gather for a soulful, sensual, and sacred exploration. Shan, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for the invitation. I'm happy to be here with you. Really, the list of things that I have to thank you for far exceeds the time we have. So <laughs> just a, a blanket thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. It's been so fun to partner with you to, to bring this to life. It really is so spectacular. I love the energy and the connections that we have here. And one trick out of your tool bag, I have pulled a card for us, which I've Ooh. been doing in every episode. And this week, I was guided to use a deck that I don't use very often. And it's the Dragon Magic deck. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so the card that we got is the Blue Dragon from the Pallades. Also makes sense. So for me, the Pallades are all about love and heart healing. What does this call in for you? Well, absolutely love and creation. And my daughter is a dragon all day long. And so anytime I even have a thought of, of dragons, I think of her. And then of course I think about if she's a dragon, then I must be a dragon too, right? right. <laughs> Mama dragon. <laughs> so I'm glad you were led to that deck. And I've always been fascinated with the Pleiades. So it's not that I know a lot about it, but I feel like I'm probably a part of it in a way that maybe I don't even understand. Cool. So all of us have soul origins, like our souls are, are vibrating at a frequency that are associated with origins that are well beyond our understanding and this realm. And that may be why you have such a, a fascination. That could be what your soul vibrates at. Yeah, it could um, be. And so many people are like, oh, I'm human. No, you're just in a human incarnation. Yeah. Like <laughs> you are so much more. <laughs> here, here. Who would you say is your favorite witch, bitch, or dead person? If you had to pick just one, I know we love lots of them, and all of our family members understand that whoever comes through is the energy of the moment. 
so who came through is my grandmother, Luzina, who I never had the pleasure of meeting. She passed when my father was very young. Mm. But the stories of Luzina are quite something. And she was very much ahead of her time and, and quite a badass and very potent woman and left this uh, plane far too young. And she is who I think of when you ask me that question. That's amazing. And uh, the name is beautiful. And so is her energy. It's very vibrant. Like as soon as you said her name, I was covered in goosebumps. Like she's like, here I am. Her I nickname. Am yes. Her nickname was Red because she had this <laughs> auburn hair. Like, so my hair is kind of flat today, but I definitely have her hair. So she had this auburn mane and... uh yeah, wasn't wasn't afraid to use a shotgun if anybody might be getting on her nerves either. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I would love sometime to dive into her energy with you. That would be super fun. And yeah. I know she's got some magical wisdom to share with us. Yeah, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. <laughs> As you know, my mission is to talk about spirit and normalize how we all experience spirit and it impacts us in our work, in our play, in, in just our everyday lives. So I would love to talk about a story where you've had an interaction with spirit. Well, just recently, I had a really wild interaction with spirit, spirit that I think I may have told you about, but it's definitely one that was the most eye-opening for me recently. I'll try to make a long story short, but this young person reached out to me on Facebook and said that uh, he was inquiring whether or not my father was who my father was and if I had an uncle named Bill and blah, blah. And the answer was yes. And that his mother was my uncle Bill's daughter my uncle probably never knew that she was ever born. And so he went on with his life and married and had a family and, and never knew about this woman. And this is her son trying to collect information to learn what she can. And so I went into this. It was so strange because the timing was perfect. I had been going through all of these old photo books you were stirring the energy. I was stirring the energy. And I was looking at all this stuff. And here I get this Facebook thing. I'm like, this is so strange. And then I thought, well, I know exactly where my pictures are. And I had a few of my Uncle Bill. I never really knew him that well. He died very young. He was like at the, the beginning of, of the um, AIDS tragedy and died from complications from, from that disease. So that was in the late 80s. Yeah. And I didn't know him much before then. Anyway, I found a cool picture of him in front of a sports car and a picture of him as a little <laughs> boy and a, a picture of him wearing this hat that said Billy. And they were thrilled to receive this. And I'd reached out to my cousin to find out, hey, do you, do you know, have you, have you heard from this guy or do you want to be involved or do you think we should try to find Amanda? And Amanda is my Uncle Bill's daughter that, again, I have no relationship with. I have no idea where she is. I don't, I don't even know if she goes by Amanda. I think she probably goes by Mandy. That's what's coming up for me is that she goes right. by Mandy. And it didn't occur to me to say a thing to this young man about Amanda. 
Anyway, I let it go for a while and doing laundry. And I go to the dryer to pull the clothes out. And I look down and there's a little fabric name tag in the dryer that says Amanda. There's nobody in my house named Amanda. I don't have little name tags for any reason whatsoever that would be on clothing or anything else. And so it was this very big nod from my uncle to try and put these two women together, which I have. Nothing's happened that I'm aware of yet, but I did follow through and try to, to move the ball down the field and, and we'll see what happens. But that for me, seeing that name tag blew my fucking mind, blew my mind. I I remember when when this happened and you shared it with me. It was it was like magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uncle Bill's magic. Yeah, okay, Uncle Bill. I hear okay. you and I understand. And you know so, grandma had something to do with it too, right? I'm sure. <laughs> yes, because that Luzina is his mother. So yeah. Yes. Wow, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's beautiful how spirit leads us. And all we have to do is be open to receiving the message. And they're always there. Right. I mean, this one was pretty hard to pretend you didn't notice. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Again, that's Luzina. Oh, you know, you need to hit this one with a two by four. So (laughs) let's let's make this happen. And it's no coincidence either that I was also uh, just starting to work with you at the time, too. Right. Yeah. We opened that door. We did. (laughs) But that's a fascinating example of the everyday messages that we can get if we're open to receive them. So thanks for sharing that. That was beautiful. Yeah, my pleasure. It still still blows my mind. Yeah. and, And that really is just the gateway, especially for you with such a strong energy on the other side and your grandmother she's really wanting to lead you down that path of being completely open and receiving these messages every day, which I know you do. Yeah. What you do with them is a different, is a different equation, really. Right. Well, and I like being more available, more open to it. And instead of being like, ah, um, is that okay? Am I safe? All of the different things that will come in and it's like, oh, you know what? I'm only letting in the highest and best energies. Right. And that is and that's that. So being more aware, being more open and and having more of these winks happen. And I'm definitely one of those people that wherever I go, there are feathers everywhere I go. I, it's, the Pied Piper is skipping down the street or the beach or wherever I go, <laughs> depositing feathers for me, you know. Beautiful. Okay. There they are. I love that. <laughs> we had a we had another uh, story where I was my husband and I were walking the beach. We go to Lake Michigan all the time, and it was right after his father passed. So it's been about uh, fifteen years now, and there was coins. There were there were coins everywhere, and I'm not talking like somebody just dropped a quarter out of their pocket, or right. It was a path of coins and to this day again. And, and at that time I was kind of like, that's really wild. Like I knew it was something greater than somebody just dumping right. some coins around, but 
now looking at it, it's even cooler because that was his dad all day long. And did and his did coins have a significance to his dad? He had coin collections, and he um, traveled the world, and and so you know he he did very well for himself financially, and so there was uh, and he was in finance. Ah, you know, so yeah, so, like every angle. So they're yeah, coming yeah, in. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he was just like, okay, guys, I'm going to make it totally obvious for you yeah. here. Pay attention, follow yeah. the path. Right, right. I'll sometimes smell my dad smoking a cigarette in my house, and it's like, Dad, I don't like, didn't like the smell then, don't like it now. Right, you know that kind of thing. So, well, and I have the same experience with my dad. My dad, he died from complications of a liver and kidney transplant, but he was in liver failure for months, and Mm. the smell of ammonia will permeate my house every now and then. And I'm like, what do you need, dad? Just tell me. You don't have to overwhelm me with the, with ammonia and make my eyes water. I'm open. Right. Right. <laughs> but unavailable. How can I support you today? Well, he and I have had a few differences since he passed because he didn't like my husband when he was in his human form. And he still likes to play some sometimes rather mischievous jokes on my husband. Ah, um, so I said, nope, you're out. And one of my sons said, come on in, pop. It's okay. <laughs> so he was mad that I had precluded him from coming in the house for a while. Well, he needs to learn to behave. Oh, right. That one said, oh, behaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never like to behave either. <laughs> he, yes. You and he would get along very well. <laughs> I'll quickly tell you the my last interaction with my dad in his human form. He had gone back to the hospital because of an infection, and he was awaiting transport to the facility where his transplant was done. So I took him there and made sure that everything was in order. And this girl walks down the hallway, and she's got pink spiky hair. And he goes, bet she drives a Harley. <laughs> And my dad had motorcycles, so he's all about Harley chicks. Right. And so she comes over with, with the gurney. She's his ambulance transport. And he goes, you got a Harley? And she was like, yes, I do. <laughs> so he turns to me and he goes, catch you later, Jame. And he was gone, flirting with the pink-haired Harley driving ambulance girl. Like that was my last interaction with him, and it was so perfect. It's beautiful. (laughs) It is beautiful. So anytime I see a a girl with pink hair, I'm like, "There you go, Dad. (laughs) There's another one." (laughs) Yeah. But it is funny how spirit always is showing up in our lives, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always have to be people that we had a relationship with in this incarnation. Sometimes it's ascended masters and goddesses. True. So let's talk about some of your work as a transformation goddess. Mm. I've been at this for a while now. I was realizing the other day that I'm coming up on 10 years of the the transformation goddess brand and and the work that I've been doing there. And I have had such a pleasure of working with so many extraordinary women who have truly claimed their sovereignty. And I I was talking about sovereignty well before it became like 
the buzzword. It, right. <laughs> it, it was this true knowing of ourselves and allowing of all of who we are and the, the uh, commingling of the divine feminine and masculine and the understanding of how much work needs to be done to heal both feminine and masculine and how we hold yeah. that within ourselves. And, and then of course the, the podcast has been a big part of that work as well. And getting to interview really cool women to talk about their stories, to talk about their sacred rit rituals, to talk about how they ground and connect and heal and support others and all of the cool things that women are and do. And we talk a lot about walking in beauty. We talk a lot about how to find our voices when they seem to have been stuffed so far down that maybe you'd be afraid to even get one word out or, or whisper, which led to the a lot of the work that I do in the podcasting realm is continuing to want to support women to share their truth, to open up and share their voices and to have a platform to do so, even when they're scared shitless. I love that. And from my perspective, you are playing such an integral role in the healing of the collective sister wound because we're, we all have some impact in trauma, whether it's yeah. in this lifetime or various lifetimes or shit, all of them, <laughs> where we've had some impact that wasn't a favorable experience with other women because the patriarchy has structured it that way. Um, I won't get on my soapbox, but oh, that's... Oh, boy, could you? And I <laughs> oh, could join boy. you there. <laughs> but the work you're doing is really magical because I believe that every one of us has a divine connection with the goddess realm and the ascended masters through, you know, beyond religion, beyond the, yeah. the person that that goddess was in the, in whatever incarnation we have knowledge of them, but to like the ethereal essence of the divine feminine represented in so many goddesses around oh, the yeah. world. Oh yeah. And it's, it's so, it's fascinating. And the, the goddesses that show up for me all the time are, are the, the mama goddesses. So whether it's mm -hmm. Isis or whether it's Mother Mary or whether it's Kuan Yin, it's always compassion. It's always nurturing. It's always, and, and also um, a number of the, uh, like Saraswati is a, is a goddess that, that I totally relate to the flowing one and with her swan and with her wisdom and knowledge and skill for writing and communicating and, and yeah. just letting myself flow through them. But the mamas are the ones who, and, and, and I've done quite a bit of work as well with Shamaliarda and awakening women and going through the different sadhanas and spending mm -hmm. weeks with Kali energy. And, and as a matter of fact, the last Kali sadhana I did, um, my father died right after. Oh, wow. And 
because I'm the transformation goddess, right? Kali is a transformation goddess. Let's, and if you looked at my chart, you'd be like, oh, there's so much Scorpio there and so much <laughs> Pluto. So it all made sense to me and it helped prepare me and, you know, for, for what was to come to the, to mm. the degree that it can, I guess. Anyway, I, I'm kind of all over the place, but I just am so very much supported by goddess energy and in all directions, it seems. And I love that you're tapping into that, the mama goddess, um, because you're nurturing so many women and the, the core wounds that are holding them back really require that nurturing. And whether they're articulating it or not, they're needing that inner child love that those goddess energies like wrap you in and, and snuggle you in and make you feel so comfortable and warm and, and loved. Yeah. And that applies when, when you're, when you're trying, when you're jumping off the cliff and you're ready to share your voice, it's not easy for everyone that I work with. That's for sure. And and there are some who get right right to that precipice and say, you know what, I can't do this right now. Can we come back in six months or something came up or whatever happened, or there's some sort of excuse to not, it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. Resistance is like, it's an issue. Uh, It is for me too. I'm the queen of just enough. Like I can do just enough to make a a little change. And I'm like, Oh, I'm good. I made a change. I'm seeing the impact, like, let's roll. And intellectually, I know I need to go deep. There's shit in there that needs to get worked out. And I'm just resistant to it. Yeah. So I've had to force myself. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, you know, part of part of the fun and part of the gift and part of the nurturing that you're talking about is to come back to, right. hey, you are not alone here and, and feeling all these feels. But we're going to, we can do it together and it's in it. And you're going to find like anything else in a matter of time, it's going to be something that you can do with ease and grace and not much thought other than making sure that people can see you and hear you and right. that you have a, a way to, to get your message out and just show up basically. Yeah. And I mean, the point that you're not alone is critical because the, the network, like, have you ever heard of the net of lights? The net of lights. Yeah. I think I have, but I don't know why. So it's, I see it as like an energetic hammock that holds the world and supports the world. And it's governed by the grandmothers, the council. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is why my friend Jennifer was just talking about this net of light the other day. (laughs) Now, now it makes sense. Okay, there it's, it is twice, <laughs> right? Huh? There's something there. <laughs> but I see the the other women that are supporting you as you're going through this transformation as representative of that net of lights holding you and making sure you're okay and you're and you're not gonna fall. Yeah. So that's, I love that. It's so so beautiful and critical as you're evolving because you can't do this shit alone. Right. (laughs) Having come from the school of doing everything alone uh, for a long, long time uh, as an only child start starting there and then a perfectionist and 
then uh, just, you know, if I take care of it myself, it'll get done right. Yeah. And the arrogance that came with so much of that. And now to be in a space where I can ask for help and, and I can let uh, somebody see me fall apart or somebody help me if I need help. What a gift. What a gift to be able to fall into the net and to be caught. It's a gift for your daughter too to oh, witness yeah. that yeah. that beautiful flow of femininity and receiving help to put the pieces back together and know that that doesn't may, mean you're any less strong and powerful. Right. Right. Awesome. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> so I know that you are multifaceted and you have all these fascinating things going on, but tell us more about the podcasts that you host. Um, I think they're both really, really impactful and everyone would benefit from listening to them. Well, thank you very much. The first one, the flagship would be Anxiety Slayer and Ananga and I have been co-hosting Anxiety Slayer now for almost 13 years. And we are at the precipice of 10 million downloads and a huge following of wonderful, wonderful, sweet people who listen in every week and, and let us guide them through how to support themselves through the, the stress and uncertainty of anxiety and post-traumatic stress and, and life. And it, yeah, <laughs> life and, and, and the things that come up and to help them look at it through a more holistic lens. And from a very conversational space of a couple of funny, good friends who are middle-aged and have lived a bit and have both dealt with anxiety in our own ways. And I was the one who's like, anxiety, stress. I'm not stressed. Like, this is just how I live. <laughs> Doesn't everyone feel yeah, this right? way? This is like, this is just normal, isn't it? So that one is fantastic. And if you want to listen in, you can listen at anxietyslayer.com or wherever podcasts are playing. And then This Sacred Life is the podcast that is tied to Transformation Goddess. And it is a combination of the, the goddess cards that I've been drawing for years and years and years every month and the message supported there, as well as interviews with women like yourself to talk about all things uh, divine feminine, all things sacred, ritual, uh, learning to let go, learning to find our voice, uh, so much. I mean, there's so much there. And that's why I call it a, soul, a soulful, sensual, and sacred exploration, because that's what we're doing. And it just depends on who's showing up and, and what they want to talk about it at that time. And, and it's very much like this, where you're just kind of flowing through the conversation. And um, probably easiest to listen to at, at transformationgoddess.com or wherever podcasts are playing. Awesome. So we'll definitely include the the links to those so people can explore them because they really are Ooh, tremendously thanks. valuable. Mm. So thank you for thank sharing you. Your, your wisdom with the world like that. That's... Absolutely. I also share a little water down the front of my face. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> got such a big mouth. I don't know how I could miss. <laughs> oh you know it, it, it's all the water is healing quantum right? bringing yeah, just, in that water so 
right? Just let it <laughs> let it run all over. That's perfect. <laughs> I love Kuan Yin. She's one of um, she's one of the energies that I experience a lot. The very yeah. first time I encountered her, I was doing a reading with someone, and I had not no knowledge of Kuan Yin. So I described her to the girl that I was doing the reading for. And she's like, oh, Kuan Yin goes everywhere with me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I think I need to get myself one of those. Like, <laughs> Yeah. My, my first uh, experience knowing Kuan Yin was with me was uh, smelling orange blossoms in the mm -hmm. middle of the night. Awesome. In, in northern Michigan in the winter. Nothing. <laughs> There's really no explanation for that right? <laughs> other than an otherly experience. And, and yeah, just the, that, that compassionate piece and, and being in a space of wanting to develop more compassion for myself at that time when she came into my, my life. And of course, others, it was easier for me at the time to be compassionate for others. And so to right. be able to pull that back and, and really sit with that and accept myself exactly as I am, how I show up, where I'm at, all of it. And I think that's a pretty common experience for women that they can express compassion for others, but turning it internal is much more difficult. Mm -hmm. And normally when Kuan Yin is present for me, it is a lesson in self-compassion. So that's interesting that that was your experience too. So I want to share with people where else they can find you in addition to your podcasts. Hmm. Well, if you're interested in creating a podcast, you can find me at podcastbath.com. I spend a lot of my time working with amazing women like Jamie, helping them strategize and launch and, and get their voices out in the world via podcasts. And then, of course, shanvanderleek.com kind of gets you everywhere. So if you go to shanvanderleek.com, you can get to Anxiety Slayer, or you can get to Transformation Goddess, or you can get to Podcast Bath. Probably Perfect. the best place. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks um, for having me today. Well, thank you for coming and sharing your wisdom. And I also understand that you have a special guided meditation gift to share with our audience. Oh, I do. I do. At transformationgoddess.com, there's a little sign up box at the bottom of the main page or at the bottom of the blog where you can just drop your name and email and then you will get an album of guided relaxations that I recorded in my voice and with custom music by my partner Ananga who is an incredible musician and and so that is free if you would like to have that and then that would sign you up for my newsletter where you'd be here for me maybe twice a month I don't do a whole lot, a whole lot but I do goddess cards monthly. I pull goddess cards monthly as well as share my The Sacred Life interviews. So if that sounds good to you, transformationgoddess.com is the place to go. Sounds awesome to me. I find your voice to be super soothing and like so calming. So I think that's an excellent idea to download those. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Little does my husband know we're going to be listening to them every night now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to listen with your husband, you might want to look for, for the Anxiety Slayer albums. We've created, I think, like 10 guided relaxation albums, all different kinds. Awesome. And then, and then they're not just totally, you know, 
This one's directed more towards women. So um, those are not, those are for everyone and but can be found um, he through needs, the Anxiety Slayer. He needs them too. Oh, he yeah. needs to tap in. For women who do too much. Expression. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he listens to my podcast, so it's okay. <laughs> you never know. Right? He'll come home and be like, um, honey, we need to talk. <laughs> Stop telling people I need to access my feminine expression. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been so fun. Thank you for having me. And congratulations. Thank you very much. And thank you everyone for tuning in today. See you next week. Peace and badass magic. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.